Thank you so much for downloading this podcast. Do you know that God's word has the ability to make you what it talks about? As you listen to this sermon by Tika Tony, it is our prayer that you will filled with faith, hope, and love. God bless you. your life is run by too many fears you have made certain kinds of decisions decisions because your life is run by too many fears yeah some of us have decided to be different things now that it comes to the ministry even while you are here and the Holy Spirit may be may be banging at the door of your heart you are afraid of what people will think. You are afraid of the criticism that could come. You are afraid of how you break your mother's heart. How can a heart be broken when it's serving God? It's natural because everybody is going to be afraid. Everybody is going to be afraid at first. Everybody is going to be afraid at first. And I will use some of my stories and the scripture... To explain mantles. Now that I've brought you into an international place. Alright. How many of you did some work on your bedrooms before coming? Some work. Was it too short a time? To do some work? Okay. But you do a work. Yeah? Now hear what I'm saying. Hear what I'm saying. The Bible says something. It says a true desire. A man separates himself and intermeddles with all wisdom. Through what? True desire. A man separates himself and intermeddles with all wisdom. For once, I'm going to open up my story most likely to every one of you. You see, some kinds of revelations sometimes can be born of tra- can be born from tragedy. They can come from a most horrible scenario, a very bad situation, a very very terrible event. Some things can just come from a very 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 nice event. But either way, extremes serve to give some powerful changes to people's lives. Yeah. I would probably say that when it came to the supernatural, my desire started when I was in primary three. In primary three. You see something? I want to tell you something. Write this down. Before God does anything, He first places the seed of a desire. Before God does anything with you, He first places in you the seed of a desire. Now, what you do with that seed is the extent to which it will go. The desire can be quenched. 
the desire can be found or the desire can be set aside. But when God wants to do something with people, people don't get born special. People get given a desire. Yeah. So the first ember of a calling in your life is a desire to do something for God. Yes. Most of us, like I said, may not receive very supernatural and exquisite revelations. But Apollos didn't. And there was a fight between churches over who was superior, Apollos or Paul. Meaning Apollos was very super. You see that? But Apollos never had a special revelation. In fact, he used to teach the revelation of John. John the Baptist. So he was teaching outdated spiritual software. That's what he was teaching, but he was mighty in it. It's like somebody being mighty in Fortran. So just mighty in Fortran. Honestly, if you go to a company with that CV, Fortran, I'm not sure what may come out of your CV. They might just call you in and shove it down your throat. <laughs> Fortran, COBOL, like, like you just stand and say, I'm really good at Fortran and COBOL. I'm an expert with 15 years experience. <laughs> you're, you're literally a jam from the past. Yeah. And you see, the problem with some of us is this. Is that some of us may wake up when things have passed. When the season has passed. When the event has left. And you know, when God wants to do something in your life, it starts with a small desire. The desire is never big. And oftentimes, God has a burning bush for everyone. And for me, my burning bush was Superman. As silly as it was, Superman gave me the desire to be supernatural. Superman gave me the desire. Superman and Mortal Kombat. When I was in primary school. Superman and Mortal Look at my own burning bush. Look at what caused me to turn aside and see this sight. Cartoons. Cartoons. Now the challenge with most of you is this. Is that your burning bush has come often time. And instead of turning aside, you walked away from it. And when you walk away from the alright, it will quench itself. Because it wasn't started by you. It will quench itself. And burn somewhere else for someone else. And the thing that you would have done, you will no longer be able to do it. Yeah. The thing that you could have done, you will no longer be able to do it. The thing that could have been, will no longer be. The thing that could have existed, will no longer exist. Everything starts at a small desire. Nothing starts at a big desire. Nothing starts with a big desire. 
God gives the desire. God gives the desire. And you can also pick the desire yourself. The Bible says, if any man desire the office of a bishop, so you can desire to be called, and you will be called. Isn't God nice? God is really nice, yeah? God is very, very nice. He's, he's amazing. He's truly amazing. He's very nice. Yeah. And so, that's where my own journey started. With cartoons, cartoons, cartoons. I also like the Wolverine very much. And one day, I started believing that it was possible for man to fly. I was in primary school. That should be 1997 or 1998. Yeah, 97, 98, 99. 99 or 2000, 99. One of them. Yeah. And at that point, I tell you this, I tell you this. I was a bully in high school, in, in, in junior high, in prim- primary school. I was a bully. I was the school's bully. All right? People used to pay tributes. As you enter the school bus, come to the back seat, drop your, the, the, your meal, and go and sit down. At least you get one conk. It's not like, oh, you will drop it, they will not slap you, or kick you, or set leg as you're going back to your seat. I mean, you have to take something small, a remembrance package that we are here. Or when we are dropping down the bus, you get a slap from somewhere. Pow! Then you shout. I said, okay, no problem. We'll see during break. <laughs> then you run and stay with your teacher. You know, then we come and tell you another teacher is calling you. <laughs> and then you will come naively. And before you know, <laughs> someone is coming with a torn shirt. <laughs> Just because he dropped the snack, but he shouted when we slapped him. I was a school bully. I used to fight my seniors. I used to terrorize. I mean, have you ever seen someone expelled in primary school? Yeah, I was almost expelled twice. The first time for being a bully, then the second time for being weird. And my heart began to have a strange desire. The desire started consuming me because I gave it attention. Because I turned aside to see that sight. In this camp, will you turn aside to see the sight? Because if you don't turn aside to see the sight, you will never see the angel in the fire. You will never. I'm going to be preaching allegorically. You will never see the angel in in the midst of the fire. The Bible says, And the voice of an angel came out from the fire. And said, Moses, take off your, your shoes. And you would have to take off your shoes too. You would have to take off that sin that does easily beset you. The pathway you have chosen for your feet, you take it off and choose the path that you are told to, to, to take. You would accept the path that is given you and take off your own shoes. Yeah. But guess what happened? One day, this is where the weirdness began. I noticed that if I pointed at people in the center of the head, they would instantly have a migraine. 
So one of the girls, I pointed at her, and I said, I noticed something, I noticed something. I said, well, how, how does this feel? And when I pointed, you know, kind of something like this, like you just point here. You feel it? I, it used, they used to feel it that year. You do like this, and you feel like there's one headache, then it's inside. The girl went and reported me to Uncle Innocent. <laughs> I said, this, like, this guy has turned my brain upside down. <laughs> Uncle Innocent said, what did you do? I said, I don't know. He said, do it to me. I did it. He said, kneel down. <laughs> Open your heart. <laughs> I said, no. It was a big man's school. You can't just flog me like that. I said, no, I'm not going to open my hand. Then he went and told the principal. The principal said, oh, it's just a joke. It's a fluke. So don't worry. It'll be okay. But then one day I was coming back again to class and it was raining heavily. And my heart was beginning to seek. My heart was beginning to inquire after strange things. It was beginning to inquire after strange things. And as my heart was inquiring after strange things, guess what happened? Everybody in the bus had left. And I was the only one left in the bus. Reminder, the person in charge of the bus didn't even mind me because... I was very stubborn. I could slap her and run. So leave that nonsense boy alone, they always said. So I would walk down the bus, open it, and my mind had gone. And I stepped down and I was thinking, and my mind was searching things. My mind was thinking, how can I really fly? That small thought took me into a world of cosmic effects. How can a man really fly? It took me into a world of cosmic effects. And then, I didn't know what had happened until I got to my class. I didn't know it was raining heavily and while I was walking under the rain, the rain was parting for me. When I got to class, I was not wet. And as usual, servants. You know, if it was, if it was, if it was an American school, they would like to know if you actually have powers. But immediately, the principal said, "We have been noticed that there has been some witchcraft in this school." And uh, as your principal, we've been praying. have found some few suspects. You know, some of you as children, you don't know you have friends who initiate you and give you food. Some people will touch you and before you know it, you're a bad person. We found one of them. They were mumbling my name. And I was brought out. Two of us were brought out. One was a leave. Like a tree. One was brought out and said, This leaf, we suspect that it's a witchcraft tree. In a very wealthy school. And then, <laughs> so there were two criminals. One was a leaf. The other one was me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I will never forget it. I cannot remember the name of that leaf now, but it's, it's a very popular plant. I think it's an anti snake. said yeah he said so one of these 
said, so there are some people here, he said, yesterday, while people were coming into school, somebody was coming into the class and many of you saw that the rain was not touching him. Now God is not in that kind of thing. You see, when, when Satan, as children, when Satan comes into your life, it comes because you stole meat from your mother's pot, you lied to your mommy and daddy, you made noise in class. <laughs> and some other things. So we want to call somebody that we may have to take away from the school. And they called me, Tony Chris Kalu, please come. Everybody was talking, talking. But if I look in your direction, you keep quiet. Because after that, you could get two black eyes. <laughs> I mean, after I'm done being drilled, you just hear two black eyes. I mean, I'll take the king, but you take the eyes. And they called me out. And after they called me out, they called my dad. And my dad was in Asia. My dad had to come. And my dad, they said, your, dad, your son is two things. A wizard. A bully. I don't know what to do. So, oh, so they said, um, alright, Tony, you can go outside. I stood up. I went outside. My dad was looking at me. And I don't know what they discussed inside. But after that day, my school was changed. I was expelled. I was taken to a new school. Now in this school, I calmed down on the whole thing. I, I looked away from the burning bush for a while. Huh? And I decided to just stick with the bully thing. It, it, was, it, was, it was fetching more crowds. I mean, if you can slap someone's teeth out of his mouth, it's very beautiful to have a certain kind of friends. So, I was like the number one bully. But something about me always liked to save the smaller person. So I started a group. The name of our group was Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that was the name of our group. You know, I was Emperor Shao. And then there was Emperor Shao. That's Emperor Shao Khan. And then we had Reading. Alright. We had Montaro. We had Konglao. We had Liu Kang. Yeah. Yeah. There was there. And there was even Shiva. Who happened to be my girlfriend. And I was in primary four. And we were talking about marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Help me, Jesus. <laughs> All, right. All the bad things you think you've done, don't mind. You, 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 we know things. Some of the things you're doing now, we did them in primary three. No lies. No lies. All the sexual things that you are thinking of now, we did, I did them in primary three. All of them. There was a reason we're sitting at the back seat. There was a reason. Yeah. So today, girls don't shock me. Girls don't surprise me, and girls don't even move me. Other than the fact that Jesus Christ has helped some things inside me, I tell you, 
Nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the hood. We've seen the engine. Alright? We've tested spark plugs. We've seen that cars move a certain way. <laughs> I would have been an anatomist. Yeah, or a gynecologist. Yeah. I mean, by what I did, I was a qualified gynecologist. <laughs> From primary three. By what I did, I was already a qualified gynecologist with seven years of experience. Yeah. Our mind was corrupt before there was an idea of corruption. Okay? Now, now listen. You see something? To whom much is forgiven? Don't open it. And leave that one. To whom much is forgiven, love it much. Yeah. Some of you, you feel like God is you little because you're so self-righteous. Like you don't know all the micro-nonsenses you've done in your life. And you're also self-righteous because you've forgotten that you fornicated too. Very self-righteous. You say, oh no, no, it wasn't fornication, it was touching. It was touching. You were tempted to touch. <laughs> Some of you are so worldly, you still remember the song. <laughs> like, I just said tempted to touch, you sang the whole song. <laughs> what are you touching you for? Are you granite? Tempted to touch. Touching, there's no difference really. There's really no, I mean, <laughs> the only chance you didn't get was that you were tempted to touch, but there was still something inside you that said, let's just keep it sane. You were already insane. To be touched is to know that you will go the whole length. It's just a matter of a few more touches. That's how it works. Because pleasure would increase pleasure. That's how it works. It's true. So most of you have forgotten how that you were saved. Most of you have forgotten your story. Most of you have forgotten your story. And that's one of the things I want you to carry like a badge, your story. Carry your story like a badge. Don't take it away when you forget how much you've been are you there so we, like you've forgotten like right now you're so holistic you're so sweetenistic you're so sugaristic you're so superlistic forget it you have done a lot you've done a lot some of you were professional thieves before the idea of robbery started <laughs> you've been robbing and con- They allowed you to have been Derrico. 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 Some of you don't know Derrico. Derrico, one mama. You know one mama. Yeah. Some notorious thieves. Yeah. Some of you would have been cultists. Some of you would have been cultists.
Or some of you have been musicians by now. I can see it by the jeans you wear. I mean, let's not look at people's knees. Somebody is looking. See, it's very when you say don't do it, that's just the human way. Everybody starts to go, but who has torn jeans around here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, some of you that have been like that. But you've forgotten, yeah? Yes, you've forgotten. That, that's that's why. That's why. Okay. So here's what happened. And then when I got to primary four, again, I was expelled. Expelled from two primary schools. So my dad decided there's no use taking this boy to primary school. I had to write common exams to enter into the secondary school. And I was going to be taken to a very expensive secondary school, the most expensive at that time in the whole of Port Harcourt. But my parents decided, no, by the, by the way you're going, something bad is going to happen. So they took me to a different school, a military school. And when they took me there, they thought they were saving my soul. But they were bringing out the demon. <laughs> they didn't know they were summoning something. Belzebub. <laughs> I'm telling you. They were, they were summoning Belzebub. They first took me to a Christian school. I was doing nicely. I was doing nicely. I then the next thing, I think I turned. I turned. And when I was in JS1, something happened. I was the seer of the whole school in JS1. And I had the best voice. And in the whole of the state, I had gone on a competition and I had won. In a singing competition. I had a very, 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 very good voice. And then I had a girlfriend in JS1 too. Her name was Divine. We used to write a lot of ditomatic expressions. Those of you who don't know details, you came late in life. <laughs> you came very late. You came for third service. <laughs> very late. Ask your neighbor, did you ever write a dito or receive? <laughs> You know, it's amazing. It's very amazing. Some of you don't even know what Dito is. In those days, we don't write the dates. You just write Dito on top. Yeah, you write Dito. Then on top of the I, you put a love. And instead of writing the O, you put love sign again. Then you put an arrow through it. Dito. And you bring out your body spray. <laughs> Ace! We've been there. Then, 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 if, if you're the more romantic type, just put one small flower there inside the letter. Oh, yeah. Put one small thing. Yeah. One of my, I mean, we used to write, I used to write very good details in JS1. I was not carrying first in class, <laughs> but I was a classic poet. <laughs> <laughs> First, my best result was 11th. <laughs> my best in JS1 was 11th, and I was class prefect. And being the class prefect means you're the most intelligent. 
I was the most intelligent, but I was never first. I was very intelligent with the Just come and see me when I'm writing details. I mean, I mean, if you think I can write on Facebook, huh? And if you think that I can write on WhatsApp, wait till I write you a love letter. Don't steal up my love. <laughs> I'm telling you, don't steal up my love. <laughs> don't forbid. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just. I can write. I can write to. Listen, listen, listen. I can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> what, what judgment do you need? <laughs> Let's just play. Let's just play. <laughs> yeah, I later to anybody now. Now I can write to a guy. All right. I mean, it's going to have a certain kind of context, but it will be love. It's it's not going to be songs of Solomon, huh? <laughs> I mean, it can't be songs of Solomon. It can be songs of other things. Songs of prayer. <laughs> I mean, I'll write a love song. You will pray. <laughs> Why not pray, my child? <laughs> you will wake up now when I finish. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was... I was... I'd always been a person who loved to love. And, and I was expressing my love in the place of women and defending weaker people. So I became a bully. I became the Robin Hood of my class. The smaller guys, I beat up the bigger guys for them. Or I fight them or I challenge them. Then I learned something. I was the seer in school. I could see anything. And I noticed I could see by choice. I could see by choice. And I was always right. I was always correct. I was always accurate. So my girlfriend and I, Divine, would walk around the school like five times just talking. <clears throat> talking. I don't even remember what we were talking about. I'm sure it would be so useless. So baseless. <laughs> Which book did you read yesterday? She stoops to conquer. Did she really stoop? <laughs> Shakespeare. <laughs> huh? You know, Hamlet. You know, and, and those, those, those are some of the things. Mark Twain. Those are some of the things that we knew. And then the beautiful ones are not yet born. Bottled leopard. And some of those other things. Things fall apart. You know? She was a dullard. I was, a, I was an intelligent dollard. You know, you know they're intelligent dollars. They're intelligent, but they don't pass. Yeah. But she was a dollard. From her face, she was dull. Yeah. Don't, do you know that some people, there are non-intelligence shows on their face? Especially, especially for, for, for many ladies. The ones that are not bright, you can see it. I don't know if I'm the only one. It's not a spiritual discernment. Why, why all of you like this? I'm making me look like I'm some kind of special person. It's true. And most of you guys went for the dull ones. Because they were easy. They were easy to have sexual encounters with. They were dull. Everything was dull. The light in their soul too was dull. So we'll talk and talk and talk and talk. She repeated. I was promoted. But my dad noticed. 
you know, and my dad said, you are leaving the school. And they transferred me from there on to another school, which was a military school. When I got to the military school, I was freed from heaven to hell. For after one month, I became dead. I will smack the hell out of But something happened. I fought only once in the school. Then I noticed. It happened when I was in JS1. From that day, it changed. A certain guy who used to practice Taekwondo. Not Taekwondo. Jiu-Jitsu. Was always practicing with me. When he was done, he would come and beat me. He will beat me mercilessly. After beating me, I'll lie down sobbing. You know? And I'll sleep off. Wake up in terror. Because sometimes you wake me up with a with a Ooh! <laughs> and then I'll be like, ah! <laughs> He just had fun seeing my pain. My pain was his joy. Like he enjoyed the way I screamed. <laughs> you know some people scream that it's fun. <laughs> If you have never been a bully, you won't understand this one. Some screams are just beautiful to hear. <laughs> because it's so dramatic. How many of you watch Tom and Jerry? Don't you like his scream? Like, <laughs> if you met a human being screaming like that, would you like it? I mean, there was a way he screamed. It was romantic to an evil person. It was beautiful. So he would beat me every day. Then one day, he called me. He said, Sorry for everything I've been doing. Um, I didn't want to say. I said, you don't want to say? You don't say anything? I said, yeah, 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 I agree. Because I was expecting a jawbreaker. And then he said, um, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you why I beat you every day. <laughs> he said, the first time I beat you, it was beautiful. I liked it. I liked the way you scream. It kind of gingers me to beat you more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he will beat me till he's tired. <laughs> I mean, this is why beating you till they are sweating. And I'll be like, oh, that was some good exercise. You're going to lie down and rest. Give you food. <laughs> so you were like the punching bag. He had damaged me, injured me, bled me. But I won't, I won't report. Somehow I enjoyed the pain too. It was very bad, but it was just nice to eat. And then he said, every night from the first day I beat you, someone would, appear, someone would appear in my dreams and beat me and I would wake up with the pain in my body. So he said, but this night I received the beating of a lifetime and he showed me an injury on his chest from the beating in the dream. And he said, I'm sorry. He said, should I kneel down? I said, no, 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 don't kneel down. I wondered at it. But then from that day, something came on me. And it was the fear of me. I had an amplified presence. So when I went into the military school, the first month I was beaten, then that thing rose up again. The fear of me. And I became instantly the second strongest student in the whole school without fighting. No fight, no nothing. But if I say, I will beat you, it feels like I've already beat you. The fear of me came upon many people. 
then I had a girlfriend. There's no class in my life I've not had a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. When I when I was in nursery tree, I had a girlfriend. Yeah. I just said, Mommy, I like this girl, marry her. Yeah. I always to have a girlfriend. I don't know why it happened. It just happened. So I, I noticed something, a, a very strange trend. But I was good at observing. <clears throat> and this is a problem with many of you. You don't observe the strange trends in your life. So when God has been showing you your purpose, you've been choosing something else. So, in JS2, I started using my ability to see by choice. By choice. <clears throat> and I had never given my life to Christ. When I was in the, t- in the children's church that Pastor Peace and I attended and Pastor Emmanuel, I joined the prayer Department, but I was expelled from the prayer department because I and a friend were going to fight. I mean, we'll just be like, I have fight, want to fight. I'm serious. His name was David. David Organ or something. See, do you to the back? Let's go. <laughs> David loves of you want to fight? Yes! <laughs> and then he can just come be like, what about, what about? I mean, he was so gingered. And I would beat him every time. But he loved to fight. You come back again. Let's go and fight. <laughs> I mean, as we are going, as we are going, we start elbowing each other. <laughs> then we enter the toilet and lock it. <laughs> and then you say, ah! <laughs> Somebody screaming. It's him. And we act like good friends. We hug each other and come out. <laughs> Bosses have turned. <laughs> Yeah, because he was a master tearing boxes. <laughs> His job was to tear my clothes. <laughs> to tear my pockets so I'll come with a puppy ear. On my, you, know, you know when your, your pocket goes down, it's a puppy ear. I have a puppy ear pocket. And my parents say, what happened? I say, it's a prayer. <laughs> Once I came home without one leg of shoe. But I had two socks. Where's your one shoe? We were praying. I don't know. I mean, I removed the shoe to call on God. I didn't see it again. <laughs> God, we are, oh, God has suffered in our hand. <laughs> yeah. Just, I mean, fighting was just, it was beautiful. It was like an art. <laughs> it was like a, a way of just, it was like my way of having fun. You know, you want to fight? Let's go. You know, how long will you like it? Sometimes we say, well, how long? How long? Should we go 15 minutes of fight? Would you like skillful fight or should we just start punching each other? You want to start first? Punch here. It didn't work. Punch here. Alright, let me try my own. <laughs> uh, then I'll do ultimate part. <laughs> I would usually <laughs> When you take it, you have taken it. Yeah, and I had, I actually had, had extraordinary strength. I had extraordinary strength. It seemed like my, my, my parents, my dad's family was a family of warriors. They were fam- Are you here triumphant? Seemed like my dad's family was a family of warriors. You know, I've been told that someone had killed a lion in the past. You know? <clears throat> So I was extraordinarily strong. 
I was really, really, really strong. Really strong. And so, I started to see things. Then I noticed something when I was in junior secondary school. That I could cause atmospheric changes. JS2 first time, 2002. I caused a first atmospheric change. It was raining where my class block was, but no other place in the school. I said, ooh. And then, I noticed that I could walk, I could extricate my, my, my soul from my body and go to another class in JS2. By, my, by the simple use of my will. I said, wow. And I had already started reading cultic books. That are Krishna. Do you understand? In the light of truth. The seven books of Moses that they said was supernatural but was rubbish. And those were, those were some of the things. I'm being distracted. I'm being distracted. Wear your shoes. I'm being distracted. Um, Chibike, he didn't mean offense. He didn't mean to offend you. He's just being himself. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. So, guess what happened now? Guess what happened? By this time, I had seen some strange things already happening. And I want to tell all of you something. All of you here have... Do you understand? Yeah. Then there are those that was a demon in your life. Or there was something tormenting you, or there was one evil, or there was one evil spirit. Do you understand? Experience something like that. They told you this was an evil spirit. I told you there's something bad happening to you. Go for demons. Alright? And who can deliver you from the hand of God? So this was this this is this is generally what had been happening to me most of the time. Look, careful now. Because as I'm saying this, something is happening. You might be lost in the story. Alright. Alright, so as I was saying, so guess what happened finally now? You know, by the time I got into JS2, I had turned away 46, 42 to 46 people away from Christianity. I told them that I was the Savior. And that, and that there was none like me. And that don't believe in Jesus, believe in me. Don't believe in Jesus, believe in me. There's no Jesus. Everything.
cosmic energy and it flew through me so I had six followers in it and started it had followers in it 46 of them I don't know where they are today but I believe they found out I was an idiot <laughs> yeah they found out I was a phony they had to find that out they had to find that out because I mean after you leave JS2 you should think someone is a phony okay you're easily impressionable at some point in your life but at some point it doesn't you know this thing but some people live with the impression forever they live with the impression forever looking forward to worshipping you one day alright and that's the journey that's the journey that's where the whole journey began but in JS3 something dramatic happened to me and that's where I want to bring you and that thing which happened that thing which happened to me that thing which happened to me was this I had met a guy called Moses Barango he has no longer been found nobody knows where he is anywhere in the world his parents have not seen him since 2003 he just vanished one day through a wall and no one saw him to date but Moses Barango was truly supernatural or maybe I'm imagining things but Moses seemed to be truly supernatural and he as well had followers and he could manipulate the will of people and make them follow him like they were baptized and he could walk signs and wonders and he truly believed in the power of demons and he loved demons and hated Jesus and I, and I somehow looked up to him somehow looked up to him I was looking up to him don't follow bad vibes don't follow bad people don't also follow things that are catchy but not yeah? it's very easy to follow things that are catchy but not God right because they usually sound very near scripture, isn't it? Yeah, one of those things is actually the law of attraction. There is no failure, there is only results. Uh, I mean, it, it's very intelligent. It's very plausible. If you think good, good will come to you. If you think bad, bad will come to you. And yet Joseph said, what you meant for bad, God turned it to good. Joseph cried. Joseph cried many times. Joseph was, was a prisoner for, what, for 30 years. Joseph had experienced pain. Do you understand? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think there's... I don't, I, I'm not sure. But he held on to a vision. Do you understand that? Yeah. It's very easy to believe in what looks like God. Because it feels very near to a heavenly reality. Do you understand me? Yeah, and many of us are getting to that place. Where we are beginning to buy into things that are taking our soul away from the supernatural grace of God. And taking us out of a divine calling. But it's a very gradual process to get out of Christ. Yeah. It's a very gradual process. Because many things will sound biblical. 
But they're actually not biblical. They're actually not biblical. Think nice thoughts, nice things happen. Think bad thoughts, bad things happen. If you hold the thought long enough, you could get a car space. You could get a good sitting spot. I mean, I mean, is that what we live for? A good sitting spot? A nice car park? Oh, what are you talking about? You, 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 could, you could sell 30 million books. You see what, what it's all geared toward? You could, you could, you could, you could. And see, your happiness is the most paramount thing. You matter most in life. You, you, you. Something is wrong with it. It's not easy to know. It's not easy to know something. It's, it's just that. What is close to the truth is very confusing. What is close to the truth is very confusing. Because, you know, the law of attraction can actually look like faith. How many of you agree with that? It can really, really look like faith. I mean, it can look like faith. You know the amazing thing? There is nothing you practice that will not work. Yeah, there's nothing. Otherwise, otherwise, we don't have followers. Otherwise, ATEs wouldn't have followers. Something will work. So you practice it, something will happen. But then you find out you are still really broke. It's something, something from so if you feel good therapy. You know what I'm saying? Hello? Yeah, it's true. You know the amazing thing? Most of us can even go ahead and preach it. Feel good, you'll be good. Feel bad, you'll be bad. You know? Yeah. Now, wound the bad. I opened the Bible and I opened the book of Mark. And I started reading Mark 1, Mark 2, Mark 3, Mark 4. When I got to Mark 5, I closed the Bible. Jesus must be really cool. Do you see what this guy did? And I simply, in my naivety, said, I think I can do the same thing. Maybe some of us ought to come to that naivety. And say, I think I can do the same thing. And if God will find one, two, three, four, you are the one. Yes. I think I can do the same thing. I hadn't been born again. Still a womanizer. I was still everything I was. I hadn't said, Jesus Christ, you are the Lord and Savior of my life. And I was in JS3, 2003. In a military school. So I walked into a class where a certain set of people, two guys, Adidotun and Buari Tanko. I've Buari Tanko. I think I heard he's dead now. There was a school called it was evangelism. Yeah. 
hype, your energy is low. And yeah, you're people while preaching. And guess what? I they, they, they were already calling Yeah, that's what they used to call me, Auntie. And as I walked in, Doctor told Buari, Auntie Christ is here. They expected me to come because what I do is I disrupt meetings. Then I say things like, If your God can do this, I'll do this. And they always backed away because none of them could walk miracles. None of them could walk miracles. So when I came in, I said, I want to talk about, please. I said, I want to talk. I want to preach. Huh? Uh, they were looking at me. I said, you can't continue if I don't preach. So they sat down meekly. Then I opened Mark chapter 4. And I, I began to talk about Mark 4, the principle of seed. I'm sure it was the worst message in the history of mankind. But someone was crying. Someone was crying. And one person told me that they and it was healed. His name was Emmanuel. And of our family, they attended the Full Gospel Businessmen Fellowship. Parents and, and their parents. They were all Ghanaians. Said he had a, he had a belly pain and it had gone. I don't think you're the antichrist. I said, well, I, I never thought so, but I mean, antichrist has a nice thing ring to it. Kind of makes me sound very special. I like it. I mean, there's no other, there's no other name that draws attention than antichrist. But if you say that guy is the antichrist, who, who, who is that? <laughs> We see that there's a church there, the name is Beelzebub. Or there's this street, the name is Beelzebub Street. I want to see. How many of you ever heard of Beelzebub? Name has always been Tower of Bliss. Not Tower of Babel. It was never and has never been Tower of Babel. Someone somewhere cracked a joke and that became the name. <laughs> That became the name. Now, so look what happened. Are you awake? Look what happened. Preaching. And Bishop Dag Hayward Mills was listening to him in 1995 in a village called Suhum. And he was listening to Bishop he was listening to Kenneth Hagin preach the word of God. While he was listening, he was praying in tongues. And he slept off. And Kenneth Hagin was talking about his story. And suddenly, he was talking about his supernatural experience with God. And suddenly, he woke up. And something came out of the, the recorder tape. And entered his stomach. And he heard a voice outside that said, From today you can teach. <clears throat> And that was where his, his ministry started. After 10 years of having 25 people in his church. 
Because what I'm telling you is called the spirit of witness. I am bearing witness to a supernatural thing. <clears throat> At any time, we can be taken. <clears throat> I feel like something very supernatural is going to happen tonight. But I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I cannot explain it. But I feel something, something very otherworldly is about to happen. One day the Lord Jesus said to me, He said, one day you'll be having your meetings and you all will be caught up to heaven. And you would have served come back. I don't know when that day would ever be. You don't control these things, you see. You yield. You don't control. But I don't One could receive something that will make you another man. Something that will something that will turn you into make you other world. That's why I wanted Plefan people to be here. Do you understand me? Yeah? I don't know what said. Because it's over. The time a new dawn has broken. Amor. Righteousness with healing in his wings is rising. Yes. At GS3. And after that miracle happened, just a belly, a belly thing, I followed it up. Some of you have always ignored the little things, yeah? The little things that happened with you. The little things that even happen with you now, when it happens, it feels like it's really not still God, though. It could have been a mistake. Somebody said, one time I prayed for someone and the person got healed. What is the meaning of it? I said, what kind of question is what's the meaning of it? You prayed for someone. How many of you have been asked such stupid questions? Very ignorant questions. I saw a dream and in my dream I was preaching in front of a crowd. What's the meaning? Well, okay, it means you were selling. That's what it means. You were selling suya. God has called you to sell suya in front of one million people. <laughs> uh, what kind of question is that? You know what? You just want us to notice you. You know the meaning. You just want. You just want me to say this guy is special. Because how can you not know the meaning of that? One angel said to me, "I have called you. The Lord has called you. I don't know what." He called you to come and buy tomatoes. God <laughs> called you to come and buy tomatoes. So I go and buy it and bring it back. What kind of question is that you heard? I have called you asking what does he mean? Why would God call you? Why? What are you called for? What's the anointing of God for? What is it for? What's the anointing 
bought for? Are you going to sell tomatoes with it? No, I mean, think about it. Is that what you're going to do with your life? It's amazing. It's very amazing. What are we going to do? So some of us have ignored the little signs, yeah? We've we've ignored the little signs. You've ignored the little feelings. Let me tell you something. No man receives anything. And you've ever felt even a little thing to want to preach. Ever admired anyone? Nobody naturally feels it. Because one of the most detestable... Look at... What's the term now? Um... Top most respected. Respected one. Doctor. Nurses. So. Astronauts. Politicians. Followed by carpenters. Economists, bankers, the line keeps going. Pharmacists, the teachers, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. Farmers, it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going. Drivers, angry people, pregnant women. <laughs> In case you don't know, just to be pregnant. It's the job. Give birth. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. So I, I so I started a campaign, and some people started to follow me. It was like another friend. A friend called Barine Monsi. She was my singer. And I had a guy called Sunday. Was my muscle prayer guy. So, see, one day, while I was walking with my team of entourage, <clears throat> very proud, I have seen what pride can do, is why I avoid it. Very proud, low fee. I was actually the most spiritual person in the whole school, allegedly. While I was walking, a certain girl called Emanuela ran out of the cars and said, You can't cast us out. We know you. You're one of us. And I stopped. I said, I'm not one of you. I can see you. I said, You're lying. You know what to do. So I opened the book of Mark again. <laughs> I used to consult it like. Like when somebody says, I have an ear pain, you check it. What do you do? That's how you do What did Jesus do? Come out of them. Come out of her and enter no more. So I said, come out of her and enter no more. And when I said, come out of her and enter no more. In those days, I didn't pray in the name of Jesus because I didn't know you should do it. Come out of her and enter no more. I just said what Jesus said. Come out of her and enter no more. And Emmanuela fell violently to the floor. And shrieked and shrieked and shrieked and shrieked. 
Yeah, I just walked away. What's my own? I didn't. I thought she was just crazy. A crazy girl. Maybe she even wants me to have sex with her. That's what I was thinking. That's why she's tumbling like this. So I left. I just walked away. My squad was following me behind. <laughs> yeah, or following me behind. The master, the master with no knowledge and no Holy Ghost. But the Bible was working. You see the Bible. You touch it. Life will come out of it. I want to touch it so that life will come out of it. I want to encourage you to touch it so that life will come out of it. You see, if we all touch the Bible today, we all touch the Bible today, the Bible touched with touch the Bible, what will happen? The Bible will touch you. I feel like we should take three minutes to pray. Like something something is something is staring up. Something is staring up. Shigami. Bosto Sangalamis. Shibel Tingala. Shembrelikos. Don't sleep. Pray. Just pray low. Casamange, Casangolos, Cansangoso, Cansangoso, Amen. On Salabakasata. 
Holy Ghost. Shalabanga Satalara. Sumandalozo Drokos. Brazadalaka City. Loboso Kebe. Bongo Lobo, Sambala Bengo Lobo, Sibelen de Bagosi, Shile Bonzele, Shile Bonzele, Rosokos, Karasdis, Kirisbanga, Saragosta Ligenstregos, Shigabati, Sabalango, Lebagasite, Labakosi. Praise the Lord. We're also going to be going home. We're also going to be over with these meetings. But it's meetings like this that change people's lives. You know why I wanted us to be fewer than what we would have been? Because I want everyone to remember who was here. So that when someone becomes another man, you will remember you were there too. And then you will blame yourself. That's what I want us to see. So you can remember all the faces. You can remember the ladies. You can remember the gentlemen. You can remember each other. You can remember the looks on everyone's face. You can remember what they felt. You can remember the emotions. You know, it's in meetings like this. You should cry. Because God responds to tears. I believe that tears are an overflow of the heart's cry. I really believe so. That tears are an overflow of the heart's cry. And that's why tears mean so much to God. Listen, let me tell you. And that was when fell to the ground. Someone was healed of ulcer the next day. And suddenly, we're standing on windows to hear me talk. In junior secondary school. Knowledge. Do you know how I actually preached? I said what the Bible said. And said the grace. No salvation call. No nothing. But following the direction of the Spirit. Without knowing where I'm going. I kept following the inclination of Some of you would receive the seed of a small desire, but I tell you, in every desire is an excessive power. The seed of a small desire, just something, it will just drop inside your heart. Maybe I can do this. It can start from a maybe their hearts. Should I try? Or, 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 or a voice is saying to you, can I walk while I do this? Do I have to give up everything? The answer is no. You don't have to give up everything. Paul was working while he was a pastor. One day, you would give up everything. But you don't have to give up everything. You don't have to give up everything. But you just have to give up your sandals. Drop your sandals and follow the fire. 
Drop your sandals. Drop the path you have set for your feet. And follow. Please. To Egypt where you will take away three million. You don't understand. You don't understand. It is happening practically. Say right now, purify your ways. Some of you have very ulterior motives to your Some of you are still trying to be popular. Some of you are still trying to be something more. How can you come to this point in Christianity think that Christianity for your life? Of Satan. It's a strong thing for your life. Satan knows it and Satan is going to fight it. Yes. yes. You can start as a very active member of Blessing and suddenly change and say, I'm going to do this God thing shamelessly. I, I mean, I have, I have stayed in the background too long. And suddenly, Touch the Bible, and the Bible will touch the world. The Bible means the contact of the soul of a man to come out and go to other men. The spirit within the Bible is locked in there. It can't come out on its own. The anointing in the Bible is locked in the Bible. It can't come out on its own. It needs the soul of a man to come out into the world. And when it goes out, something unbelievable begins. Mega churches begin to exist. Church planters come up. Evangelists come. Yes, the Bible needs that man. It says, and I sought for a man. I couldn't find any. That's all the Bible needs. So, one. You know, you might be surprised that God can call a whole people for one person. Just a whole people for one person. One person who is truly dying on the inside for it. One person who is truly dying. If there's all I've had. If there's anyone who has ever been close to me from when I was a child or from when I was younger, all I have had is an all-consuming desire. And then I fast-forward straight to university. So I got into the Federal University of Technology, Wiri, Futo. And while I was there, something again happened. I was following a certain pastor, called Pastor W.F. Kumuyi. And my, I could pray in tongues, but my tongues was three syllables, Makaribo Sanda. I can't forget it. Makaribo Sanda. And I would pray Makaribo Sanda for six hours. Makaribo Sanda. Makaribo Sanda. Makaribo Sanda. That was all I could pray. You could call me, I might just. Makaribo. Show. <laughs> Makaribo Sanda. <laughs> Some of you today can be called by your tongues, huh? Usini Kanana. Epilepsy Kulino. 
Some of you even have the name of cars in your tongues. Mercedes Hillfielder. Like the Tommy and Mercedes Benz. Inside your tongues. <laughs> Mercedes Hillfielder. Mercedes Hillfielder. Mercedes, Mercedes, Mercedes. We can get it. See the Holy Ghost. See the Holy I was praying in tongues. Somebody put a language translator. It was translated in English. It was put in tongues. It translated it into certain languages. And one of them was. Language translator, some of you here, the things we are saying are wild. If we put a translator, hey, you are mysteries. And imagine, I was saying, send, oh God, send, oh God. The Holy Spirit was praying to me and saying, send, oh God. He will answer that prayer today. He will answer that prayer today. So in university, I started preaching, but my preaching was very deep. gospel to a champion of Christ. From an enemy of the gospel to a champion of Christ. So my journey began before that time I started fasting. I said that the only way to be a Christian was to fast. Someone fasting 40 days and 40 nights. I didn't have a shower. I didn't drink water. I didn't brush my teeth. I just fasted 40 days and nights straight. I thought this was the way. That this was the way it goes, huh? But when I got to the 15th night, Sander wasn't working. 
regularly water free. This is Christianity, I quit. I'm not willing to follow a God that wants me to die like this. I quit. I what? Quit. And when I said I quit, I was on the floor lying down. I'll never forget it. I was just lying down on the floor on, the, on my room, in my room. And suddenly, say suddenly. He walked into my room through the wall like there was nothing there. He just walked into the room. And when he walked into the room, my curtain became like clouds. I said, what's happening? Because then I used to hallucinate a lot. You know, when your body is consuming the last nutrients, it starts fighting for survival. And one of the means of survival is hallucinations. Yeah, that's how you know you're beginning to die. You start having a lot of wild hallucinations like clowns, clowns dancing, animals playing up and down. Your brain starts trying to bring something to you that doesn't make you feel too much that you're dying until you die. And now I felt this was another hallucination. So, well, let's go with the wild hallucinations here. So, while I was there having my halus emissions, thinking that it was hallucinations, then this person walked into my room and I could hear his feet. I said, who's this? I was so tired. So I looked, I was like this. The person was walking in like this, like this. So I turned and looked like this. And the room bright. Bright. I said, Who's this? In my mind, I couldn't scream. My body was weak. There was no one to help me up. I was tired. I was thirsty. I was beyond hungry. My saliva was like Vaseline. Vaseline, very thick. Swallowing it stuck. Got, would, would, would have to get stuck in my throat. Then I have to push it down. It wasn't quenching my test. It wasn't quenching my test. And I want you to know that nothing will quench your test but Jesus and your love for him and your walk with him the moment I said that who is that in my heart this person walked into my room and sat there were two beds in my room one on the left and one on the right the one on the right was for the son that my mom was expecting because they had given up on me I was the bad son. They were expecting a good son. So my mom was trying to give birth. But it didn't work. Now Jesus didn't sit on that bed. He sat on my bed. 
And when I knew this was not hallucination was when my bed went down with the normal sound it makes when I lie down. And when I heard the sound of the depression of my bed, and then I saw his feet. His feet was like a white man's leg. But inside the leg, there was a white light moving up and down. Like, some of you have seen electron charges, like an electron kind of thing that, that, they, that they show in science phase, for example, yeah. And it, it just has, you just see a wire. This was what was going inside someone's leg, physically. I could see the electrons moving inside. It was just white lights moving inside. I could see it flowing. It was living light. But he was fair. And then I saw holes through the leg. Huh. This leg looks familiar. And then I looked up. There was Jesus. Fair. His hair was brown, golden brown. And there was oil. It felt like he had just been to the to one of heaven's nearby spas and had, had a great hair wash. And then they oiled his hair before he came. But here was the problem with the oil. It was dripping, but it didn't pour. Like oil was running down the head. But the oil didn't touch the ground and it didn't stain the cloth. The head was just naturally oily. Now you see why the Bible says, let your head lack no oil. Because the head of our master lacks no oil. The oil is flowing on its own. It's just flowing. It's just, it just it's dripping or it's not pouring. Very oily. I mean very, very oily. Like fresh olive. If you've ever eaten olives before, or held an olive fruit, when you press it, it's so oily. The oil is so thick. When you squeeze it, this is what someone's hair was like. I mean, for you to have a hair like that, they would have to like pour like a whole tree of oil on your head. But then the problem is, why wouldn't it drip and why would it stain his clothes? And his clothes were not very bright white. His clothes were glowing like someone put bulbs inside his shirt. I think to the most searching ones, when he comes, he doesn't hide himself. When Jesus appears to certain people, they can't see him. They see very bright light. But this is Jesus. It depends. Sometimes light is so bright, it doesn't want you to recognize everything yet. As you come closer, the light gets dimmer. As you come closer, the light gets dimmer until it's easy to behold. But I beheld him. Fair. Pointed nose. And deep blue eyes. When they looked, as my eyes locked with them, I felt sinful. I just felt like this guy knew what I did in primary school. This guy knew what I did some minutes ago. He knew all my hallucinations. Like, I just felt like, how could someone know my secrets by jamming eyes with me? That was what I felt. Very, very uncomfortably vulnerable. 
I believe you have to become uncomfortably vulnerable with the blood of Jesus today. Because many of us have so much we are hiding on the inside. So much we are hiding. We are not vulnerable. We are not vulnerable to his love. We are not vulnerable to his touch. And we are not willing to say, wherever you send me, I will go. Whatever you want me to do, I will do. Let nothing stand in the way anymore, God. We're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not trying to get to that place even. And all the time we have actually said it, we have not said it with a certain bareness. We have said it with a certain, I want to be like Catherine Kuhlman, but not with a certain, I am nothing. We have said it with a certain, I want to be Benny Hinn, but not a certain, I am nothing. It's always trying to catch you know what we're trying to catch we're trying to get fancy we see but forgetting the tears we will cry that's just who we are and Jesus in my heart I said you're Jesus and he nodded he was smiling like I was playing with him I mean I'm dying here I'm right there at your feet you're sitting down next to me this is how he was seated he was like this it's like this. And I was just on the floor. And he was smiling and looking at me. And he said, Hey, I didn't come all this while because in my heart I had said, I couldn't. Have you ever gotten so weak you can't talk? Yeah, so weak you can't talk. There was no energy left. It was just death. I'm sure death was standing on the corner waiting for me. And guess what this voice said to me? In my heart, I said to myself, I said, you didn't come all this while. Now you want to come and take me to heaven. I mean, I've been praying since. You didn't hear my Makari Bosanda. Huh? Now you just want to come take me like that. And Jesus looked at me and he said, you just nodded like this. I didn't come all this while so you would know. That it was not by power, that it is not by power, nor by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. And the moment he completed the curtains, a great wind blew inside the room. And the curtains began to shake and tremble. And the wall of my room was trembling. I mean, how can someone be so glorious that the walls are greeting him when he quotes the scripture? was the cross and then he looked at me and he said well I'm finally here then he took with the tip of his right finger this he went to the just here my forehead the same place I used to do point at people here he went there and touched me there with the tip just barely 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 he just touched me there and as soon as he touched me, I regained my fat instantly. I regained my glucose, I regained my energy, and I had my voice back. My eyes were dry because, you know, I mean, if you have fasted so long that your, your eyes are so dry, like you can, it, it takes a while to open and to close it because of the pain. Instantly, my eyes had all the, the tears it needed. 
my breathing normalized. My throat, I wasn't testing again. One touch from the tip of his finger. The prince of life. One touch. Just like, this, 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 this is what he did. Today, from heaven, he might be sending a mantle with one touch. And he will touch someone on the head. You. 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 And your saliva will come back. And your eyes will get clear. And your ears will get numb. And I'm still on the floor. Because now I was too surprised. I said, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus said to me, please. Jesus said, please. So much for my foolish pride. My maker came to earth and said, please sit down. I want to talk with you. I'm finally here. Let's talk. What do you want to know? I said, I honestly don't know. (laughs) I, I thought I had questions. But the sight of Jesus... Is the answer to all questions. You know all the things you want to know about God? All the things you want to know about demons? All the things you want to know about angels? All the things you want to know about your future? The sight of Jesus. The presence of the true word of God in your life is the end of all questions. That's the truth. Now somebody here will be seeing Jesus, but I really want to also see you. But hear what Jesus said. Blessed is he who has not seen me and yet believes. My great unbelief brought the Redeemer. Can you not have greater faith than me? Why would you want a petty revelation for the glory of not seeing and yet believing? You will still see him. In the flesh or not in the flesh. But you don't need to see him to do the work. Peter said, him you have not seen. And yet you believe. He said, it amazes us. That's what Peter said. He said, it amazes us. And that you have joy exceeding and abundant. How can you be so joyful having not seen him? Peter could understand it because people like us are so foolish, so useless that he has to come himself to preach to us. We have nothing special. The moment he comes, there is no special testimony again about us in heaven. The moment he comes, there's no special testimony again about us in heaven. You may say, I don't want a special testimony. You don't understand yet. Because you will still see him. But you will see him walking through you. And people will see him when they look at you. He will make himself manifest. So here is Jesus. Here's the ministry, and here's you. Here's Jesus, here's the ministry, and here's you now. And that's how the whole journey went. That's how the whole journey went, and went, and went, and went, and went. I came to the University of Benin. 
started preaching in 100 level. Before then, I had already been preaching a long time. Came here and was still doing the work of God. And I wasn't doing so brightly in school, but I was still intelligent. But it's a dummy. I was struggling through school because my heart was divided. Some people don't know how to love two people at the same time. Some people know how. I didn't know how to love Jesus and academics. But it was because I didn't know I didn't have to love academics to pass. I didn't know. Unlike some of you who keep saying things like, I don't have a passion for school, that's why I'm not doing well. You don't need passion to pass, you need to be studious to pass. It doesn't take a passion to be studious, does it? It takes sitting down, reading, following intelligent people, doing what you have to do, and then serving Jesus. Do you understand? Yeah. Some of you are saying, because I'm doing now, I'm not doing it right, because, because, because I'm not, I discovered it in my final year. And my final year result was the best I ever had. When I doesn't take passion. You don't. Did you love what you were doing? She was. She was just. She was just cheated out of a first class. Did you love what you were doing? Well, you did very well. But even though he loved what he was doing, he has not gone to collect his degree. That's just it. That's just it. Did you love what you were doing? What would you otherwise do? Something else, right? He went and studied mathematics that he didn't like. And he did okay. He did well. He didn't like it. You don't have to like it. Or you can love Jesus and do every other thing without liking it and pass. Joseph didn't like prison, but he was governor of prison. In prison, you can excel even though you don't like prison. Let me tell you something. That time has come. Yeah. 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 God wants you to be a pastor. How long will you keep saying later? What is your life? How can you say thanks for all he has done for you? Not by saying thank you. But you know how you can say thanks? By following him to the ministry. Yeah. The madman of Gadara wanted to follow Jesus. And Jesus said to him, he was trying to show his gratitude by following Jesus everywhere. You know what Jesus said to him? Jesus said, no, don't follow me. But go and tell what things the Lord has done for you. That is how to say thank you. By going and telling what great things the Lord has done for you and how he made you that's how you go and tell somebody today needs the gospel in this place and will believe no one except you 
And here you are still full of yourself, thinking that you don't know what to say. You don't know how to say it. Or maybe even getting to a point where you say, Lord, I mean, I'm no longer interested in all of this ministry thing. I've been hearing since I was young. I'm called, I'm called, I'm called, I'm called. I want to tell you something. God does not need you. God does not need you. But God chose you because he likes you. But God does not need you. Your no is going to be a no indeed. And he would actually turn back and walk away, you know. He actually does that. Close your eyes and let's pray. God bless you for listening to this anointed sermon of Teacher Tony today. We are excited and would love to hear from you. Kindly share your questions, prayer needs and praise reports about how this sermon has blessed you. No matter how brief, via our email address at playfan at gmail.com. That is P-L-E-F-A-N at gmail.com. Kindly subscribe and share so the name of Jesus can go far and wide through this ministry. And until next time, God bless you.